All right. Welcome back to Basic Crypto. It has been a minute since I have uh, been on here, but you know what? You guys are listening to it. And so uh, I continued to look at the analytics and I was like, I got to get back into this. Uh, so I'm happy to be back. I'm hoping to be back for quite some time now. So uh, welcome back, guys. And it is good to see you. Uh, today, we're talking about what is the difference between a coin and a token. And, and the analogy that I want to kind of put in front of you is... Um, it, we, we know about the blockchain, right? Cause I did a, um, a podcast about what a blockchain is, is and the network that it is. Um, and let's think about it as like roads in a city. Okay. And yes, there are different types of roads, just like there are different types of blockchains under this analogy. I'm going to say though, that every road is its own, an, is its own blockchain, um, or roads are its own blockchain. And then like train tracks are its own blockchain and water is its own blockchain. And so the thing that transports, whatever material it is that you have um, it on the roads is a car. And that is a coin in this analogy. So we have the blockchain that are the roads. We have the coin that is the car. And then on top of that, we have another blockchain like the train tracks and the, the train is a coin. So we have several different types of coins. Um, and uh, whatever needs to be transported inside of that thing would be considered the token. And sometimes uh, the coin and the token can be the exact same thing. So my analogy doesn't go quite that far. Um, but under this, the, the difference is a token can't live and operate on that blockchain itself. Okay. The token is created, um, to fulfill a purpose. And so let's go to the, let's go to the Ethereum blockchain. Ether is the car that's on this Ethereum blockchain. And people can create different things because the Ethereum blockchain is inherently um, created off smart contracts or the, the, the coin that's on there is smart contracts. And I, I did an episode on smart contracts. Check the link in the description if you guys haven't seen that. Uh, but if you are able to create a smart contract that has a fulfills a particular purpose, then you can create a token essentially represents that purpose, right? So if you um, wanted to say, hey, for every 10 hours you work, you get $100 and um, and here's a smart contract that writes that up or every 10 hours you work, you get one ether or whatever it is, you could definitely, you could do that and have the token that clocks you in and out, track the clock in and out, gets up to 10 and boom, that ether is transferred back and forth. So let's, let's dive a little bit deeper into the token side of this analogy. And so a token is is going to be um, kind of focused on a specific task or utility or representation or whatever that may be. So you could have on the Ethereum network, you could have a token that's created. The ERC-20 tokens is are the tokens on the Ethereum network. And I could just call it um, gold. You know, it's my gold token. And it represents a physical ounce of gold. And so every time somebody buys a token from me, um, I'm going to go buy gold say with that, that money of that token and then say it, it represents it. Um, USDC is a common representation of this because you have uh, USDC is pegged to a dollar. So every token of USDC that you buy represents one physical dollar. Now uh, in us, obviously USDC Um and so Circle is the company that created USDC. And what they are saying is that every time a token is bought, we put a dollar in our bank account. And every time a token is sold, we hand that dollar back. And so they are backed one-to-one -one as far as when it comes to tokens, dollars, 
So there is that is just a digital representation, an NFT, if you will, a non-fungible token of a fungible product, an actual asset. So you could do it with gold. You could do it with any number of things. Uh, another one would be a, a, a deed of a house. And so if you wanted to have a token that represented, like, let's say all of the... Um, um, all, all of uh, your state decides that they want to use this particular blockchain for all house deeds and for all um, the DMV tabs and cars uh, titles and that kind of a thing. Instead of going to the actual physical DMV to transfer a title, you could just send it from one digital wallet to the other and the actual physical title could be at the DMV. And so it's it's a digital representation that is happening in the real world, but... and the whole time that actual like asset of your deed is still at the county office or that title is still at the DMV. And there you go. An example I want to use to kind of explain this a little bit further is through VeChain. So VeChain is a, a supply chain oriented blockchain. Um, and so what they, what they have attempted to do is make the whole supply chain process um, much more open and honest. So if you wanted to buy your Nike shoes and know that a kid in Honduras did not make them, then you'd be able to because it would be all there on the blockchain. If you um, wanted to, you know, the apple pie that's sitting in front of you, you would know exactly what orchard the apples came from. You would know where the flour and the crust came from and how it all got to be exactly in front of you because it's all going to be tracked on the VeChain blockchain. Well, that's a lot of information. That's a lot of things to sift through. However, if you're General Mills and in our little pie analogy, and you wanted to track all that, you as General Mills could create your own token on the VeChain blockchain. And so I have my General Mills token. I'm the only one that has access to them as General Mills. And I give them to all my vendors and all my distributors and all that and whatever, so that they're able to actually um, use them for their designated purpose. And I'm able to see where everything goes and anybody that can look at it, there might not necessarily be able to get those tokens because, you know, you are as the creator, you're able to, um, dictate how they're, how they move or, um, who gets them and send them to certain wallets and, and, and all that. Um, but we'd be able to look onto it and see like, okay, the, they say that they outsource to these countries and it's, um, you know, ethical growth of, of whatever and ethical farming and blah, blah, blah. And, and we're able to actually see that that's actually possible. Well, that has to happen. And, and, and uh, General Mills doesn't want to create this entire blockchain network or buy a blockchain network uh, because there's a lot of security issues that can happen with that. There's a lot of tampering or whatever. They're going to go to a place like VeChain that is solely on supply chain, you know, and, and like maybe Amazon, Amazon, I think already has gone with VeChain for a couple of things. They, VeChain is going to be in charge of all these supply chains and the security of, um, the coins while, um, General Mills and Amazon and Apple can focus on the functionality of their tokens so that they know that that is actually being used in an effective manner. And they don't have to exactly worry about the car that's running all these tokens to different places. Why is this important? It's important for a lot of different reasons and there's a lot of different types of tokens. Um, and so understanding if, if something truly is backed one-to-one -one is important. USDC backed one-to-one, -one, it's checked. They're big on being open and honest um, at Circle. Uh, whereas Tether, they say that they're backed one-to-one, -one, but there's a huge 
kind of controversy in the industry of if they actually are, um, and they haven't truly reported all of the their backings. Um, so it's important to know when you are buying a token versus when you're buying a coin, because tokens can be formatted in different ways that um, that they can be created or burned or a lot of different things, right? Um, and so knowing what you're buying can also change because if you buy a token that originally, uh, like General Mills, for our example, if they created a token and they put it on this VeChain network and then they realize, man, this doesn't have some of the the security features that we want, or this doesn't have um, some of the benefits that we want, you know, by creating our own blockchain, they might create their own blockchain. And, um, and in that case, if you happen to have a general mills token, then that would essentially be a general mills coin, but it doesn't necessarily convert. You don't just move it over to the general mills blockchain. You have to um, swap it, swap it out. And they create a bridge between um, what would be on the V chain blockchain and their general mills, uh, blockchain to actually move um, people over and being able to do that kind of swap. So understanding that process, because if you, you know, see that it's like, oh, General Mills is now breaking off to create their own blockchain. That's, that's an important thing for you to understand if you were to have those tokens um, or if you had um, like a gold token that is representing a, a particular type of gold. And now this is moving into a coin, you're going to want to definitely like make that transfer and make that swap um, and just understanding that and understanding the core differences is important. And I'm not going to go into all the different types of tokens because there is quite a few different types. Um, I should just do that in a whole separate podcast. Um, but understanding that that um, really coins, they're more of a developed technology because anybody can create a token. A lot of these um, meme coins, you know, are actually tokens because people just create them and then boom, they're out there. Um, and, and so I, I would definitely like, I, I would say that coins are a little bit more secure, um, in, in more instances, because it, it definitely looking into the projects that are behind them, I, I would do that when you think about buying a coin versus a token. And I'm not going to say that a, t- a token is necessarily bad because something like USDC, um, th- there's a huge benefit for it being only a token and not a coin. Because as a token, it can go across several different types of networks and it can be on several different types of networks. And if somebody um, only has access to that network or their exchange only offers it on that network, then it's, it, you know, it, it increases accessibility uh, versus if it was on its own blockchain, then that, you know, maybe it might be slow or whatever, you know, whereas if it being on three different networks, if I want a USDC coin and I want it now, um, and Ethereum is just blocked up because of the gas fees. Well, I might be able to, to get it on a different network, um, that it exists on. So, um, it's not necessarily a bad thing that, that tokens, you know, exist. It's, it's actually a very good thing. Um, and it, when investing in them, it's not a bad thing to invest in a token. Um, but coins usually, usually have been around longer, usually have a little bit more thought out security behind them. And, and you know what, that's, that's all I got when it comes to coins versus tokens, um, not a super huge deep dive, but it's just kind of the, the, the difference in representation or what they represent. And um, Ethereum is a coin. It is a token. And then on top of that, there are ERC-20 tokens on top of that. VeChain has Veet, that is a coin um, and a token. And then there are the VIP-181 uh, tokens on top of the VeChain network. So there's definitely a lot of... Um, there are a lot of crossovers that happen in this space, 
Uh, so keep that in mind, but, um, definitely reach out to me, um, at Connor Olstad, C-O-N-O-R-O-L-S-T-A-D. I'll leave a link in the description on Twitter. Um, shoot, shoot me a DM or ask me a question, send me a tweet, mention whatever, whatever you want to do. And I can definitely, uh, do some more topics, um, and talk about, uh, whatever it is you guys, what other questions you have when it comes to crypto and, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next podcast.